of a Yid Reb Letterbug. This Reb Letterbug learned the Masech, what did it say, 2,000 times, said on his kevin. My father went to see it. But I have to ask him when he comes. I don't remember the numbers. But every year the Chavetz Chaim advises having an Olam Haba Masech. Beyaz, my father's Masech, he owns it. Doesn't mean you can't own it also. You're allowed to have two people partnering up. But it says as follows. Dam Reb Shem the Gemara Beya Tazayin says, Reish Lakish said, Neshama Yisera Noisna Kosh Baruch Ba'adam. Hashem gave a human being an extra Neshama, heir of Shabbos. An extra Neshama, an heir of Shabbos. Ula might say Shabbos night, let I say Menu. And might say Shabbos, Hashem takes away the Neshama Yisera. Shenemar Shabbos Vayinafash. Says about Shabbos, Shabbos Vayinafash. Kivan Sheshavas, one Shabbos is finished, Vai of the Nefesh, woe to the soul that's lost. That's Shabbos, you have Shabbos, and once it's complete, Vai, woe to the Nefesh that's lost. This is the sad reality that often we only, we often, we only appreciate something upon losing it. So might say Shabbos, when we lose it, we say Vai, woe to the Nefesh I lost, shucks. To the neshama I lost is the Gemara's source. The Yad Neshama Yisera. Now it sounds very mystical. Very wow! We get an extra neshama. What does that mean? You just had an extra neshama. Something extra was given to you. You get more of a neshama. What just happened? What did we just have? Did you feel it? Did you experience it? So let's see Rashi. What it is? Must be something amazingly spiritual. Says Rashi. On the spot in Beya Tazayin, what's this Nisham Yisera? It says Rashi Nisham Yisera, Roichiv Lev, a wider heart, Lemenucha, for more tranquility, Vilasimcha, and more joy, Viliyais Pasuach Lirvacha, so wide open, Viyachel Viyishte, you can eat and drink, Veinavshay Katsalov, you can mamish, you have more capacity to eat and drink. Try Sunday morning eating a chalent about now. <laughs> Shabbos is like natural. A good bowl of chalent. Kishmak. <coughs> Kishmak. A good bowl of chalent 11 in the morning. You could have a kiddush, a nice bowl. Then you go home and have a nice bowl of chalent. No problem. You, you know why? Because you have a neshama yaseir. You ain't nafshay katzalov. You don't get disgusted. You have more of a capacity, says Rashi, to eat and drink. This is so bizarre that on Shabbos we get more of a physical. I thought it was something spiritual, and it's called Neshama Yisera. And somehow this Neshama Yisera is I'm not cuts, it doesn't disgust me. I, can eat, I have a bigger capacity for eating and drinking and feeling good about it. I have Menucha, tranquility, Simcha. Rashi said, all in there, tranquility, Simcha. I have this ability to eat and drink more. That's Neshama Yaseer. I would like to try to kasha one. What's going on here? What is this? My next kasha to you, to me, is extremely important, kasha. I want to share. It's remarkable. I love watching in 12th grade. I've seen it here at Lake George also. But in 12th grade, a guy will come to me. A guy's in yeshiva three years. And one day he comes and says, the Shabbos was the best Shabbos since I've been here. Wow, Shabbos was, it happens like January of 12th grade. Rebbe, was the, the Shabbos was magical. My kids and I, every Shabbos, 
I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't if you paid me a million dollars to go elsewhere to give up a Shabbos. What we have is is awesome. It's awesome. The 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 Shabbos we have is the only way I'd give up a million. The only way I'd give it up for a million dollars if the million dollars helped us create Shabbos for more people there. But this Shabbos, the Shabbos is gorgeous. This guy says in January twelfth grade. He says Shabbos was amazing. Yeah. So it always hits me. Shabbos didn't change. You did. What is it that gives the guy a capacity all of a sudden he enjoys Shabbos? It's remarkable to me. The same guy had the same Shabbos for years. What's the change that the guy who all of a sudden says Shabbos was amazing? What changed? What is it that he was able to tap into Shabbos? The same guy who was experiencing the exact same thing. Exact. Nothing changed. The exact same experience. And all of a sudden, what was it that changed that the same experience? How's oh, so Shabbos? What changed? That a person now has the capacity. There's almost nothing like this. The, I never saw a guy in basketball would play like ninth, 10th and 11th grade. The cash is a huge cash. I don't say I'm going to give you a satisfactory answer. The cash has bothered me a long time. You may, would it be a little weird to you if we had a league? And in 10th grade, the guy would play leagues. 11th grade, play leagues. 12th grade, this league is like ridiculous. You were playing in 10th and 11th. You didn't feel it was so amazing. Watch it. There you'd have to say he became better. Now he's more dominant in the league. It's, it's bizarre. We would do the same trip. He would take a certain trip in 10, 11. Take that trip. Maybe that trip is like a... <laughs> you did the same trip. That's probably a bad word to use. But you did the same experience in 10th and 11th. What changed? What changed that today? The same Shabbos. It's remarkable. It's the same day with the same everything. And one day the guy said, this, this is amazing. This is the best I ever experienced. I love week after week in 12th grade, another guy joins the fray. Tells me it was amazing. And he, but he was part. I'm not talking about a guy who wasn't even part. He was part, but it didn't draw. It didn't connect. I was telling the guys on Shabbos Kodesh, I apologize. Some of the chevru was there. I want to I repeat it, what I was telling you on Shabbos. I had a remarkable experience this year, a sad occasion, but it was in a, but it was it was a life changing experience this year. When Yechiel when Yechiel Feingold was nifter, so somebody came. I heard the devastating news, and at first I mourned myself. Somebody then I had visitors who came over. I had a I had to like gather myself. There were visitors who came over. I sat on the floor in my room upstairs. There were people downstairs. I went downstairs and, 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 and welcomed guests. Then I had the shadow, I was all, I was trying to focus, figure out what to do, and I declared, should I go to the Levaya? Now you have to understand, Levaya, I wouldn't know, it was a, it was a very quick Levaya, it was at the airport, he was being buried there, it's Israel. And at the Levaya, was, everything was happening fast. I was not connected to anybody at the Levaya, anybody. His, his, I just didn't have shaykhs. I didn't. I'm not zeichet to know to know Yechiel's mishpacha. I met them. They're very out of town. I met them once. I met them once under the trees in Heller. Even that, there were a few interviews that day. Even that, I didn't get to meet 
to meet them in a good manner. I'm even that. Usually meet once, Chach. Even that, I did not get to meet. He came with his dad. I did not meet them well at all. Under the trees in the hell, I remember where we were. And Lemaisa, I didn't know anybody at Levaya. And going there, I didn't know them. They didn't know me. It wasn't like it would be a chizuk. It wasn't like it was a chizuk to anybody to come. There was a lot going on. And the Shiloh was to drive three hours. It was at the airport. It was at Newark Airport, Leviah. Two and a half hours away. And the Shiloh was, do you drive five hours for who? For no one that you're going to know. And then I said to myself, I'm going for Yechil. I want to go for Yechil. Yechil's going to be there. Yechiel's going to be there, and I know he's going to be there. I'm going for Yechiel. And I drove to Levaya five hours for Yechiel. Straight, no other chesh, zero. I remember at Levaya, people tend to like push forward to see the fa- I didn't push forward, push forward too. And Yechiel saw me where I was. People were pushing forward to, you know, to see the mishpacha. The mishpacha should see them, to see the speakers. There was, I, I went there, Kemat. I knew very few people there at the Slavaya. And, and, and the people there, I wasn't there, they had people to rely on and to lean on. I wasn't there for the people there. I was there for Yechiel. And Bimisasa, he taught me, Yechiel was a sensitive person, a very sensitive, sensitive soul, who appreciated Neshama, taught me that we're Neshama. He taught me not to be too physical, that we have a Neshama, that we have a soul. Yechiel B'misase taught me that. I was extremely moved that Yechiel flew to Eretz Yisrael and Bachram went to the Levaya and again there was nobody to greet them at the Levaya. Nobody said, oh, I'm so happy you came. It wasn't like, nobody knew who the guys were. Much like my experience in Newark. Nobody knew who they were. But they went to Levaya for Yechiel. And the Misasa Yechiel taught us that we have an Neshama. That we have an Neshama, that's what Yechiel taught us. Reb Tzadok HaKoyen explains what it means, Yaakov Avinu loy meis. It says, Yaakov Avinu didn't die. The Lushoyness at the end of Sefer Bereshi, it says, Vayigva, it doesn't, normally it says, Vayigva, Vayamas. But Yaakov Avinu, it doesn't say Vayamas. Is the, Reb Tzadok explains to us, this is how he explains it to us. A person has a goof, and neshama. There's two components. The neshama craves Hashem, craves Ruchnius. And his guf, and the neshama is moyes, the lashon of Messiah he's moyes in Olam The neshama can't stand in Olam And he has a guf who loves Olam who's very physical. He has a guf and a neshama person. I once went and loved my uncle. I have an uncle, the Olam got to meet him, I love him. He's such a wonderful person. Giving, good, just a great man. The Olam got to meet him. He, he yeah, wonder. He, he loves the yeshiva. He's in love with the yeshiva. A special, special man helps out the yeshiva a lot. And I went to a basketball game. My uncle. Now, I love him and love spending time with him. But I do not lo- like watching basketball games with him. You see, I went to a Cavaliers game with him, and I'm loving the game. I want to see every play. And he doesn't like, it doesn't mean anything. He's not a huge basketball fan. So he has to make his own fun during the game. Because the game itself doesn't. Now I'm glued to the game. I want to see every play. I just love watching basketball. My wife laughs. I drive by Fulton Park and there are 16-year-olds playing baseball. I, my Yitzhahara, my Yitzhahara, I don't know what. I pull over and I watch. I have to watch. 
So I can, she sends me to an errand. It, came, it took longer. There was a baseball game in Fulton Park. I have to watch. I just like seeing sports. I like watching it unfold. I like observing different things. Sickness. That's what I like. I love sports. So here I'm at a Cleveland Cavaliers game. And it's exciting to see the play. And he's bored out of his brains. He's next to me. We have like really good seats. I'm glued. I can see every play. It's the schmack. And he is just bored. So he makes his own games. He says, Daniel, let's bet. I'll give you $100 if let's talk who hit the next shot, who will take the next <coughs> shot. I am losing my mind. I'm like just... Yeah. <laughs> So, like we're trying to, he's trying to make these different games, like to make the game entertaining. We just weren't, we're a great shidduch always. We can spend time anywhere. Not at a, not at a Cavaliers game. Not, maybe now at the Cavaliers, we, I would want to do other things. But anyway, but the bottom line is, we're just not a good shidduch at a Cavaliers game. That is mamish the guf and the neshama. It's mamish the guf and the neshama. Such a strange shidduch where the neshama craves oilum haba, craves ruchnis, craves a connection to Hashem. The neshama wants a connection, a relationship to God. That's what the neshama wants. It never, and it's in us, it's part of us. It will never, ever, ever be happy without a relationship to Hashem. Impossible. Do you understand that? We all have a huge chalik of ourselves that will never be happy, never. It's not shayich to simcha without a connection to Hashem. There's a psychiatrist who I was zayich to drive from Waterbury to JFK Airport. He's a Balchova. He told me he was treating people for years. Something bothered him. He, he analyzes people's joy and he chapped. He, he, was, he wasn't from it at the time. Today's a from wonderful yid. He said he chapped that he's treating people like they're cows. And he said, if you think the person's a cow, so a cow, if a cow has its grass, it grazes, so it's afraid and it's happy. He said he's treating people like they're just cows on two feet instead of four. It occurred to him there's an ashaman, a person, a soul, that craves and wants something more and will never be happy unless in one way or another that's satisfied. So we have this funny shidduch inside of us. A neshama that craves ruchnius and a body that's very physical. And the neshama, the problem is, doesn't like physicality. It's Uncle Howard at a basketball game. It's just not interested. <laughs> so the neshama is moyes, disgusted. It's quite the di- Inside of us is Dan Kalish and Howard Amster at a basketball game. It's wild. Inside of us is this war, this ridiculous war of a part of ourselves that when it's doing ruchnius, the body's like, <laughs> the body's sitting there like, like, come on. And you're doing gashmius, <laughs> the neshama's disgusted in that. And we have a huge war inside of us that exists, that's real. Now, there are, two, there, are two, there, are two, there are two possibilities in our life. The body can dominate and the body controls the soul. You know, the guy like does a spiritual thing. He says, I know you're thirsting. You could do a little chakras, you know what? I got to feed my soul also. The body's in charge, but I got to feed my soul also. 
Or the soul can be in charge and you got to take care of your body also. Who dominates? Who's in charge? Who's the boss? Who's in charge? If you know, I'm, I, I'm fascinated by organizations. I'm fascinated how they work, how they run. Organizations are fascinating. The, 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 the personality of the leader ends up throughout the organization. It's almost impossible to get around it. And if you have certain type of leaders, that's what goes throughout the organization. We send a lot of Bachram to our Fisher's Yeshiva. It's an amazingly nurturing place. The word nurture, it is a huge problem in our schools across America, huge. It almost is non-existent in schools. Our yeshivas have become secular. The altar is turning over in his grave from schools, yeshivas across America. It's pushed by me. The altar was a, understood these type of things. It's, it's a nightmare. The word nurture, that people are nurtured, are taken care of. There's chizuk, there's encouragement, there's excitement. There's, uh, nurture, the word nurture, that people are nurtured. A certain warmth and understanding. Bachram will describe to me, a normal guy in a yeshiva, he's in 10th grade, he's dying. He's just here somehow, because there's one tool of Avodah Hashem, fake it till you make it. But expression, who am I, what am I about, uniqueness, expression, uniqueness, connection, these type of words have like no place. What do you mean, school, what do you mean? (laughs) There's no place, that's public school. But yeshiva has to be a place that nurtures, that gives chiyus and recognizes a mensch. Nurture, the word nurture. I got so upset, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Get me back, bring me back. Yeah. What? Us, I was talking about the leader of an organization. Thank you, Yehuda. Rev Fisher is somebody who understands nurture. He understands the uniqueness of a person, and I'm amazed. It's fascinating. If you took the same group of Rebbeim and you gave a different leader to his yeshiva, it would not be profoundly nurturing the whole organization. But he's the leader of the yeshiva, and as such, the personality and the whole, the very walls, every part of the place is a nurturing place. I begged him, you can ask him, this is true, I begged him dozens of times, I would say. I don't think it's a gozma. A dozen for sure, probably many dozens. I told him from the minute we decided what, what, he, what, what we're going to do together, what's going to happen. I shouldn't say together, he's doing. But when I wanted to encourage what was, he was going to do, so I begged him that if one Rebbe is not part of your system, he's telling guys to leave when you don't agree, he's not part of your system, fire on the spot. You're not a control guy, he's the furthest from a control freak. But I want the organization to be healthy. I knew that a healthy leader. And I wanted to be, I told him if there's one Rebbe who's like, who's somehow functioning different out of the system, that's not with, under your direction, f- loyal to what you're trying to say, you have to fire him instantly. The Bachram deserve a yeshiva, not a circus. And I knew with the leader who's, who's, who understands and encourages each guy, and that's the whole essence, the place is such a nurturing. And we see Bachram after Bachram goes there and Matzliach. But leadership, the, the personality of the leader takes on the whole 
group takes it on. It fascinates me who's a, num- who's a leader, who shouldn't be a leader, is a perfect number two. Should run things and do things, but should not create the ruach, the spirit of the place. There are people that are great, all different great tasks and abilities they can do, they should not create the ruach of the place because it's very hard to get around if there's a certain type of ruach, whether it's not nurturing, whether it's not encouraging, whether it's not positive, the ruach of the place doesn't, it's hard to work around. The leader creates the ruach. In our existence, there's a number one and number two. When the neshama's in charge, the neshama and the body have an excellent. The neshama's amazing number one. If a bacher goes to Eretz Yisrael, I, I, I can't stand people break it up. He's doing well spiritually, but you know, he's not so comfortable. He looks ridiculous. He looks sad. He's not doing well. Not spiritually, not physically. There's no, he's not doing well. He's not being an Ebed Hashem. When the neshama's in charge, the guy takes care of his body. He goes on a jog. I see a bacher steigen. I asked Avi. I knew he would tell me. I asked him. He's he's jogging. Of course, he's taking care of his body. There's no such thing. The neshama's in charge. You don't take care of your goof. You, you, you're doing averus. You're a balaver if you're not taking care of your body. You're a balaver. You're a balaver. The guy's over averus. The neshama's in charge. Of course, the body has it good. I would be stupid not to do that. That he takes good care of his guf. It's said, person who takes care of his body is a man of kindness. Of course, he takes care of himself. I don't break it down like, in learning, he's doing well. He looks like a mess. He's unhealthy. He's not doing well. He's doing pathetic. He's not taking care of himself. That's not avoid the Hashem, that he's not taking care. <laughs> you're not serving Hashem if you look miserable. If you're broken down and you're not taking care of yourself, so that's not avoid the Hashem, that's something else. The neshama's in charge, the body's taken care of. Why, of course. When the guf's in charge, it's a disaster for the neshama and the guf. The guf doesn't know from loyalty to Hashem. When the guf's the number one, you have a corrupt organization that destroys the guf and the neshama. It's not good for the body. The guf has a number. The guf is not intelligent. The guf doesn't make good decisions. When the guf's in charge, it's not good for the guf or the neshama. It's not good for anybody, ironically. It's not good for anybody. In a world gone haywire with taiva, the guf's in charge. Gone haywire taiva. What, they have such good marriages? They're so happy in these nyanim? They have no sepuk. They have no satisfaction. They have zero satisfaction. <coughs> zero. The Ramban describes when people are, are, are shakua and taiva, when they're dominated by lust and desire, complete dominance of body, how the desires go from female to males to animals, he describes the, completely the person's in disarray. And in a world where the body's in charge, there's disarray, there's complete, there's complete disarray. And when the neshama's in charge, it takes care in a beautiful way of the body beautiful, comfortable way. My father is coming here. Be'ez Hashem. My father is my Rebbe in this aspect. His neshama died. Yaakov, my kids lived in Menachem. They lived in his house. He learns Yom HaValayla. I never saw a person, never, who enjoys Yom Hazem more than my father. Never. I've met thousands of people. I never met somebody who enjoys this world more than my father. Never. Never in my life. 
sits and learns Yom of takes care of himself, enjoys this world. It's like so clear that's what Hashem wanted. The Neshama's in charge, and he takes good care, good tennis game. Try my father at tennis on the court. And he'll never use his age. Can I know he's in mid-70s? He'll never hear an excuse of his age. He's diving, running. He's going to be so happy that we have the tennis courts back now. But he, he, he pushed it and the is in charge and you take care of your gof of Adah. Of Adah. But it's clear that Neshama is in charge of what we are, of what we're about, of what's making the decisions, of what's important as a Neshama. With like a shmak of What says Reb Tzadok, that what it means, Yaakov Avinu Loi Meis, he says there are two possibilities, a person who's neshamadik or a person who's very physical. He says when a person's very physical, the neshama gets stuck in the body. Reb Tzadok says that when the body dies, even some of his neshama dies. person who's overly physical, his neshama gets stuck in the body, he says death is crazy painful. The moment of death is crazy pain because Hashem's pulling the neshama out of it. It's deeply embedded in the body and that period is physically crazy painful because the neshama is like being extricated when it's deeply stuck in the body and the etzem period is painful. And he says some of the neshama can't be taken out. It's so embedded and so deeply in Hashem pulls out some of the neshama and some dies for eternity. That's what, that's what Tzaddik says. However, he says, somebody who's so ruchni and the body is kafuf to the neshama, so he says, Yaakov is the spitz that he was ruchni and the bechira avos and the body was completely humble to the neshama. So he says, such a person... Such a person, if you want to visualize, there are people, Reb Revda was like this. There are people that are like this. If you want to visualize, you ever see a guy wash down his car on, on, a, on a Saturday? It's great to watch. It's such a, it's something so nice about it. I, I like when people care about things. I like when a guy's washing his car on Saturday. And he sits and he washes his car. There's something just very nice about it. The guy has a beautiful car, and he cares about his car. It's precious. Hashem made a world we're supposed to care about stuff. The guy washes his car down. You don't see it as much today. Right, Thael, do you see that as much today as when we were kids? You saw it. I, I don't know what the Indian is. I don't know why not. You, as kids, you, Saturday, you walked in the streets, any city, you saw a lot of this. I don't know why we don't see as much of it now. It, it needs thought. But I, I don't think it's a good thing. But they used to, Saturday, you would see many guys scrubbing lovingly their cars, washing it, hosing it, cleaning it. They were busy. The guy's busy with his car. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid that's the answer. I'm, I'm afraid of that. But anyway, I, I'm bothered by that in Waterbury, I ran a camp in Waterbury going back now 16 years ago, and I struggled to get a gym. I paid money because I couldn't get gyms. I ran a camp 16 years ago. I ran a camp in Waterbury. I had guys from Yeshiva Rockway, 10 guys came, guys came from Chaim Berlin, guys came from Waterbury, and I ran a camp, and I struggled to get basketball courts to the point that I rented, I couldn't get courts, Rairas. And now I ran a camp 
this sulam three years ago, we can choose, and we can go on a different court every day. We would go to the Nurk middle of the afternoon, any day, and have four courts to ourselves, no problem. We ran tournaments, we did. The guys here that were there. <laughs> It's frightening. I don't know. This, the phones and technology action has seemed to like take like like you just said. And the action has seemed to really. It's very scary. But action to be involved and busy and get out there seemed to really not be the end thing today. You can lie in your bed and you do all. You're busy all day. But anyway. That's another, another story for another time. The bottom line is you see somebody washing their car Saturday morning. That was the altar of Kelm. His son describes that's how the altar of Kelm related to his body. He was in a shum and he took such good care of his body. He'd wash it and he'd take a shower. He was like that guy cleaning his car. He'd wash down the car. He mamish would clean it, shmack the good body. He would, he would mamish take good care of his car. That was the altar of Kelm's son, describes his father. That's exactly what he was. And he would wash down as such a geschmack of and he'd mamish clean the car. But really, it's very important, the car. That guy, very loving, very careful with mamish, be such an important car. That car, the, it's a beautiful car. It does geschmack a thing, zero to 60 and mamish quickly. It's very important. Lovingly wash his car. The altar of Kelm describes his son. That was his son described him this way in how he related to his guf. Says the says we have tzaddik Yaakov Avinu was kula neshama, and his body was completely humble to the guf to the neshama. Says we have tzaddik the body doesn't die. Loi mace and the gra in sidra gra the gra quotes Yaakov Avinu the gra and some say to Yaakov. The Gra quotes. You can look it up in Sidra Gra. He said this, Yaakov Avinu taught me. Reb Chaim Velazhin went into the Gra once and the Gra was like laughing. He said, Rebbe, what's so funny? He said, I'm very happy because Yaakov Avinu came to me a few minutes ago and gave me a kiss. Yaakov Avinu must have liked something the Gra said or did. So Yaakov can easily visit this world because his goof is like me. Reb Yisrael said on the Gra that his body wouldn't decompose. He, he said, I'll swear on Sifrei Teir. And when they interred the grub, when the, the Russian government, at one point, they owned Vilna, and they dug up all the graves, the grub was intact. The grub's body was intact, of course. But the bar, that's Loimais, the body was cuffed to the neshama. So then the body becomes a shtick. The body, what, the body becomes eternal also. And the body doesn't decompose. The Kitzur Advarim is, guys, is that this Indian, this simple Indian, is that a person has a guf and a neshama. And then he has to work out the two. Who's running the show in him? Who's running the show and who's deciding? And what is he into? And, and, the, and, and that, that's, that's, that's the story of our lives. Shabbos has another name to it. A name for Shabbos is Shalom. Shalom Zachar is called the first Shabbos of the Zachar's life. We call it Shalom Zachar because Shalom is another name for Shabbos. Shalom means peace. Shabbos is the ultimate day of peace. Shabbos, a yid, lives with Hashem. Clarity. In that time of clarity, the neshama's in charge and the body is well taken care of and they're both in perfect harmony. It's a time a yid lives with care of his Hashem. The neshama's clearly in charge. Ironically, on Shabbos says neshama yaseira and you enjoy food. Because when the neshama is clearly in charge and Shabbos brings that out, a day of kervis Hashem, of toiv lahoidos Hashem, a day of authentic service of Hashem, 
the neshama is clearly in charge, all of a sudden the physical things do not make discuss the body. That's neshama yisera. The neshama yisera, you actually have more capacity to eat. Normally, eating creates a certain. There's a part of us that gets disgusted by it, so it's it's some sort of battle. On Shabbos, a day of Kirvis Hashem, and the Neshama is so clearly in charge, Neshama Yisera, the Neshama is so clearly in charge, so the Tanuga Elam Hased doesn't bother it at all. It's, it's oh, about, i got to take care of my guf. And as such, it's a day of complete shalom, of peace. That is the Menucha, the tranquility of Shabbos. How much menucha does somebody have tranquility when he has period anevish, when he has different parts pulling in different directions? When everything's in order and in sync. Ba Shabbos ba menucha. That's a tremendous menucha. And as such, Rashi says about Neshama Yaseru. Rashi says all of these things about Neshama Yaseru. He says, Lemenucha, tranquility, Velesemcha, more joy. A person can eat and drink very gishmak. He enjoys the food. Everything's very clear. The Seder Advarim, what's what? What is what place becomes clear on Shabbos? And it's obvious to me that to appreciate the gift of Shabbos is an Avaidah, that the more a person becomes a person who's satisfying all parts of himself, who recognized Shvisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit? I love that the end of that Pasuk can tell him. I put Hashem in front of me, I live with Hashem. Even my physical body dwells in security. It's good for every part of me. And the more somebody becomes a person of Ruchnius, of Avoidus Hashem, all of a sudden, it's, a, it's a remarkable. The same day, it's like this Rabbi Shabbos. I can't get over Shabbos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like wait for it. A guy says Shabbos like delicious, delicious. Shabbos is Shabbos is awesome. A day of clarity, a day of service of Hashem, a day of menuch that all of himself's in sync and he gives himself good macholos, good mishta, because clearly, as a second. Clearly, it's a day of clarity of of appreciating the appreciating Hashem. Beautiful davening, beautiful davening on Shabbos. Longer davening, longer tefillahs. We sing more by tefillah. We're singing to Hashem, the language of the soul. We sing much more on Shabbos. We sing specific songs, happy songs about kirvis Hashem. Very specific songs. It's funny, when guys are young in yeshiva, I saw two barchim the Shabbos, oh, the same songs. And when guys are old, like, oh, delicious, the same songs. When guys are older, the fact that there's a target to the song, it's not just, it's Shabbos, let's sing, Kol Shabbos, the guy, a guy singing, Aini, Aini, Yardamayim, he wants to, he likes that song, maybe he sings a little of, Aleila um, Nibachia, <laughs> It's Shabbos, we're thinking about stuff and we're singing songs of Kervis Hashem, of closeness to Hashem. We're singing songs of Ivdu as Hashem B'Semcha, of great, of great passion to service of Hashem. And we sing and dance passionate songs of Avoid Hashem. And a time of clarity like that is a wonderful day of clarity of all the busyness and the hack of the week stops, all the distractions and diversions. And the Yid's world comes to a grinding halt. He makes Kiddush. 
says, whoa, I forgot in all the business, all my distractions of the week, that Hashem's the Baruch, when he makes Kiddush and things just take off from there. And he has menucha, he has tranquility, he has semcha, he can eat and drink with, with, with a happiness. His neshama's in charge of Adah, the body. Go to a good Kiddush, I need a nice suda Shabbos. And all is part of a mitzvah, the neshama's like so happy. It's a mitzvah to eat and drink. And the, the neshama and the gof mamish party together as a perfect company. It's funny, if you study organizations, there's nothing as ochi as a dysfunctional organization. It's like frustrating. You ever worked in a day camp? Think of two day camps. It's one day camp, there's a head counselor and all the counselors working towards a goal. A healthy organization is so cool. The structure, how it works, everybody functioning together. The power of a healthy organization is like wild. Everybody, I... My kids know there's a, there's a school that I'm not necessarily, you know, not saying I'm into the school, not into the school. I'm impressed that it's a healthy organization. So I'm, I'm taken by that. They stand for certain ideas and in certain plans, and they orchestrate the plan, and the whole team is part of doing, everybody fills their, a healthy organization is delicious. It's so functional, it's so geschmack. And in an unhealthy organization, there's so much wasted energy. This, this one's fighting this one who's backstabbing this one. The wasted energy in an unhealthy organization. This one's backstabbing this one who's back... And everybody's energies are just banging into each other. It's just a mess. A healthy organization is gorgeous. In unhealthy organizations, a mess. The guys know I love sports. I love watching five guys play together. I played, there was a yeshiva who was in Waterbury for the summer, and they don't know basketball. They, don't, they never played. So I was showing them a little how to defend five guys, how five guys defend together. Even guys play a man defense. So a yeshiva guy doesn't know basketball. He's like up on this. He doesn't know help, defense, and principles. Where you're supposed to stand when your man's far off, back off. Where are you supposed to go to be to be in the right place? Help, defense. Even man to man, not just oh my, it wasn't my man. Why were you pressed against your man thirty feet from the basket? Come get in the right position where you're watching your man. You're in a position to help. There's a, even a man has a position. Even a man, there's help defense. It's so cool when five guys are aware of each other. And when one guy moves, the others respond based on where he moves. You respond, you know how to move in a zone, in a man, you respond. It's so cool to watch, it's so in sync. It's just neat, and five guys are working. Each guy is so much better. Each guy is so much better for it. The guys know my Yetzirah to coach, and I'm tempted one day, who knows? But it's so cool, five people working together, and it's smooth, and it's comfortable. A healthy organization is delicious. And each person's talents, you're so much more, this, the, you know, the team is so much bigger than the sum of the parts. His strength helps your strength. I love in Yeshiva, if one guy is a good voice, because it's a healthy place of unity, if one guy is a good voice, we all gain esteem from it. You walk your chest out. One guy sings nice, my chest, because we're part of a team. In a team, his good shot, the rebounder, Pashat's proud of his good shot. The shooter's proud of his good rebounding prowess. 
and the rebound, then the shooter, the defensive specialist and stopper. Everybody's role and place just matters and counts and works in perfect synergy. There's just such a togetherness, such things are working. It's beautiful. All this is, is, is things of who cares. But in the human being, all this is just a muscle for the person whose neshama is in charge. His good, he has things in order. Everything of his life is in order and makes sense and has a place and a spot. This world's not a place of bad things and good things. It's just to put things in the right order and then it like flourishes beautifully. Things in the right time, in the right place, in the right order, different parts to his life that are functioning in a Gishma. All that is what we call Shabbos Kedish. When a person has a clarity, Hashem runs the world. When a person makes Kedish, then he has a Suda Shabbos. Then, then he goes to a Tish, or maybe he just goes to an Einik Shabbos. Then he's Mechadish Chedushet on Shabbos. Everything's in sync, everything's in order. That's Shabbos. That guy who all of a sudden wakes up in 12th grade, enjoys Shabbos. As if like the Shabbos changed, you changed. You changed. You're in order, you're much more in sync. You're Shaykh to Shabbos. You're Shaykh to what Shaykh is offering a person. You're Shaykh to Kiddush. You're Shaykh to Zmiris of Shabbos. You're Shaykh to all the messages of Shabbos, of of what comes first, of what's in order, of what's what. That person, so Shabbos, and that's the menucha, the deep tranquility. That's why Shabbos is called a day of peace. And that's why when, as we shtayg, we appreciate and enjoy and tend to be able to relate and connect to Shabbos Kodesh much, much more. It's very, very difficult to tell somebody who's, who's holding a different places. Now, sometimes Shabbos can be their inspiration if they can, even if they don't, get what they're seeing, but they see people enjoying, and they see a, a piece of Shabbat, the Menuchas Shabbos, of somebody whose things are in the right place, and it's comfortable, and it's happy, but certainly the more we're into Ruchnius, a person has more of a capacity to appreciate Shabbos Kodesh, all of us should be counted amongst the Shabbos observers of the Jewish people, but Shem Shabbos Kadas, there's all different Madregas, the different levels to be zayich to have high levels of performance of Shabbos Kodesh that with Taka do it in the right way and Taka be people whose neshamas are in charge which certainly take good care of our body Shibisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid but of course Apisar Yishkoi Lavetach Alav Yishkoi Lavetach Alav what we're going to do it's a 